here to celebrate you, your academic achievements, and your accomplishments, your sacrifices, every mountain that you went over, every moment, good and bad, has led you to this moment. And a graduation is an ending. It's a culmination of a level. But it's also a beginning. Even if you don't plan on any more school after this, if you're not like Dr. Jordan, <laughs> Because whatever bridge you just crossed over, you don't have to cross over that bridge again. Whether it's kindergarten, middle school, high school, college, or beyond. But I'm here to tell you today that there is more. Take the limits off and go to your next level. I still remember the day that I wore, last wore this cap and gown almost 20 years ago. I walked off the law school graduation stage and I began to have this visceral reaction where I just started crying and weeping. And the tears were not of sadness, it was a release. It was like the culmination of 24 years at that point where I felt like I finally arrived. It felt like I had been holding my breath and now it was finally over. And all of the sacrifices, all of the studying, all of the years of school started rushing over me. And I could finally stop holding my breath. And now I could move on with my life. But the lesson that I wish I learned 20 years ago and wish I knew then, which is very similar to what Dr. Jordan just spoke on, which is why I love Holy Spirit. He knits it all together, is that I must be comfortable with the uncomfortable. This word is all over you graduates because not only did Holy Spirit have Dr. Jordan tell you that same message, I'm going to basically repeat the same message back to you. So get this, being comfortable with the uncomfortable. Because if I knew then, in order for me to get to the next calling on my life, I had to get out of my comfort zone. And the same is true for you today. It's time for you to embrace the hard thing. It looks differently for all of us. What hard thing is God pushing you to or calling you towards? What uncomfortable thing is God pushing you towards? Being comfortable with the uncomfortable. The hard thing for some of you might be moving away from home. The hard thing for some of you may be starting a new job. The hard thing may be going to a new school. This past week, because I was so stressed and tired, the hard thing for me was not ordering a pizza. Because that's what I wanted. Pizza represents comfort to me. But that was the hard thing in me not ordering that. Sometimes the comfort isn't even really that good for us anyway. So do the hard thing. Be comfortable with the uncomfortable. Weightlifters, they have to lift enough weight to cause the muscle tissue to actually become damaged so that they can heal it and become stronger. A runner adds miles and miles and miles, enduring soreness the next day just so that they can, have, they can gain speed and strength and endurance. It took me a long time to understand discomfort. When I was in my 20s, I'd see all these people running around outside, and I always wanted to run. And whenever I would start and I'd say, I'm going to start running today, as soon as I started running, maybe one to two minutes in, my legs started burning up like fire. And I was like, oh, this is a sign of discomfort. This must mean I can't run. 
And I didn't realize it was literally the blood just pumping through my veins. And if I had just pushed past that initial discomfort, I would get and get out of my comfort zone, it would pass, which it did. Nothing happens when we just remain in our comfort zones. When we stay the same, we stagnate. And in life, there's only two modes. You're either growing or you're dying. Only in a state of discomfort or being uncomfortable can you truly grow. Think about growing pains. That's literally a thing for children when they're growing and getting taller. Anytime you think about things the same way, growth stops. So graduates, God is placing you in positions, in environments, in places, and rooms that are designed to make you uncomfortable, where you don't feel like you belong. You won't feel qualified. You will feel alone and isolated. You will feel intimidated in your own strength. But once you stop fighting the discomfort and embrace it, you will truly grow and move on to where God is calling you to. The wilderness for the Israelites was designed to push them to grow. But instead of growing, they just remained stagnant. They complained. They murmured. They rejected what God was doing. They wanted things their own way, based on their own comfort zones. And as a result, they remained stuck in the desert where they died, when the promised land was literally within sight. Pastor Reggie said earlier this month, the disciplined even move past legitimate excuses. We must move past the excuses. Moses had excuses. His excuses sound like mine. They sound like all of ours. His first excuse was, who am I to do this? Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and, and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? Who am I to apply for this scholarship? Who am I to apply for this job? Who am I to try out for this team? The second excuse, well, what am I going to say? He was so worried about the details when he didn't realize that God was going to give him the words to say. He also, his, another one of his excuses were, you know, well, you know, I'm not that eloquent of a speaker. You know my weaknesses, God. Yes, God knows each and every one of your weaknesses, yet he still called you. And just like God told Moses, didn't I make your mouth? I will help you speak and I will teach you what to say. The fourth excuse Moses threw at God was, well, you just got the wrong person. Lord, please just send somebody else to do it. He thought God had chose the wrong person for the job when God knew exactly who he was calling. The comedian and actress Amy Poehler says, great people do things before they're ready. Just let that sink in. Great people do things before they're ready. It's so true. Moses was telling God he wasn't ready to do this. He didn't have the qualifications. There were others that were better than him. God wasn't waiting on Moses to get it all together, to do what he had called for him to do. God was trying to tell Moses, you're ready now. 
and the things that God is calling you towards, you are ready for it, graduates. Be comfortable with the uncomfortable. I wish I embraced that message fully when I took off this very cap and gown when I graduated top of my class at Howard University School of Law. But here's the thing. I graduated top of my class, but then I went to work in a law firm where I was the only African-American female there. Very similar story to Dr. Jordan. And I was uncomfortable. And because I failed to embrace that discomfort, I made things harder for myself. I got overwhelmed. I got stressed. I put an ex excessive amount of pressure on myself to succeed and not only represent myself, but literally represent every other black attorney, every other black female attorney, and every attorney from our, my law school, Howard University School of Law, which some people had the audacity to act like they never heard of. So at times, I was in that uncomfortable environment, I withdrew and I tried to hide, not realizing that I, I wasn't expected to have it all together. Fear keeps us from doing and saying things related to our purpose. It keeps us from letting our light shine because we don't think that there's any light in us. We don't think we have anything to offer. I struggled with that imposter syndrome just like Moses did, where I didn't feel like I belonged, yet God saw something in me that I didn't see. Be comfortable with the uncomfortable. Graduates, you belong. And whatever room, place, or space you find yourself in, once you are there, take up all the space. Don't worry how you got into the room or if you qualified to be in the room. Don't hide in the background. You are there for a reason. You have what they need. The times that I have felt most fully alive were the times that I took a risk and I embraced the uncomfortable. The day after graduating from college, I went on my first, first missions trip to Guyana, South America dealing with crazy bugs, sleeping on a floor on a mattress with two other girls under a mosquito net with one little fan blowing on us in 90-degree weather. Yet it was amazing. I think about the first time I spoke here at Lifeline Church. I think about the time I ran a half marathon. I think about the time I moved to Washington, D.C. without having a place to live for law school. I think about the time I went to Lebanon with this church. I think about the time I posted a video of myself playing the guitar, which led me to my husband. <laughs> I think about the time I prayed prophetically um, at a Christian conference when I was in college. I think about the time I released my book and album last year. I think about the time giving a giving message in Spanish earlier this year. So many opportunities to grow even came as a result of me being in my set place. And there is more to come for you. If I stayed in my comfort zone, if I avoided situations where I may fail or be uncomfortable, I wouldn't have grown as an individual. And here's the thing, I haven't mastered this. 
but I'm trying daily to constantly stretch my limits by being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Being uncomfortable, it's a normal and healthy part of life. It can't be avoided. We will constantly be put in situations that are unfamiliar to us, outside of the norm, and unpredictable. But we don't have to have fear or anxiety about that. Because here's the thing, when you step out of your comfort zone, you're actually rewiring your brain to accept discomfort and make the uncomfortable comfortable. The human brain constantly is labeling and uploading information. It's constantly comparing any new information that it sees based on the library of information that's already there. And when you're faced with something outside of your comfort zone, like a hard class or a difficult conversation with your boss, you fear the unknown. You get that queasy feeling. But the more uncomfortable and new experiences that you go through, the more your brain realizes you got this. You survived the last time. And we know why we, as believers, we don't even just survive. We thrive and prosper because God is on our side. Amen? So as a result of you dealing with the uncomfortable, you're going to feel less stressed and more confident when you're venturing outside of your comfort zone because now you've made that place the new norm. So when, feeling, when experiencing feelings of discomfort, don't run away from them, graduates. Embrace discomfort as a positive source of growth. The less you practice dealing with discomfort, the harder it's going to be when you're hit by adversity. Too many people don't know how to cope with what life is throwing at them. That's when you need resilience, the ability to navigate the circumstances of your life. The strength to cope with stress and hardship. Resilience is the very thing that keeps you from falling apart and allows you to move forward. 2 Corinthians 4 shows us resilience. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but we are not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. That means when you get knocked down, you get back up. When you get pushed back, you push forward. When you're out of options, you start to create new ones and find a way out of no way. A resilient person is not easily defeated. God often calls us outside of these comfort zones because his heart's desire is for all of us to grow. And when we get too comfortable, we get lazy and complacent. And complacency is a dangerous place to be. The dictionary defines complacency as feeling so satisfied with your own ability and situation that you feel you don't need to try any harder. When you look at the people in the Bible, God called them, some of them out of comfortable situations into uncomfortable ones. When God is preparing our hearts for what he has called us to do, he often takes us through this period where we feel uncomfortable, where we feel like outsiders, where we feel like foreigners in our own lives, where we feel like we're losing our sense of control. God is trying to stir up sometimes our comfortable lives and make them uncomfortable 
Because when we're too comfortable, we won't move. And God's plan for our lives always requires movement. Peter, he was comfortable being a fisherman. God didn't call him when he was struggling fishing. God called him after he had already caught that big net of fish. And Jesus said, follow me. And he laid down his net and became a fisher of men. Where people would persecute him, reject him, talk about him. That was more uncomfortable than what he was doing. Noah, he was comfortable being a husband and a father. Then God called him to build an ark in a time where it hadn't even rained yet. And where people were ridiculing him and mocking him. Be comfortable with the uncomfortable. I want to close with talking about another person, Joshua. He was Moses' assistant, and he had to embrace being comfortable with the uncomfortable as he had to lead the people into the promised land due to the very fact that his boss, Moses, was not permitted to do so. And here's what God told Joshua. Wherever you set your foot, you will be on land that I have given you. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous, graduates. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. <laughs> graduates, whatever God has next in store for you, know that you belong. It's not a mistake and God is with you. And once you are there, if you encounter any adversity, obstacles or situations that make you feel uncomfortable, know that God is with you, giving you the tools to grow. So seek him out. Graduates, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Thank you. Thank you.